Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm your host, Susie Petrozzi. This podcast will take you on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery through conversations with special guests that will inspire you to live the life of your dreams. Get ready now for an Empowered Conversation. My next guest today is Colin McLeod, a Celtic fiddle guru. Yes, you heard that right. Colin McLeod is an entrepreneur. He's a founder and a principal instructor at his online Celtic fiddle school. He's originally from Scotland. He's a Celtic fiddle player with over 40 years experience and he's achieved grade eight violin distinction. He's played in Celtic bands in Australia and the US and has run Celtic fiddle workshops in Scotland, Australia and the US since 2007. He now regularly performs and teaches both in person and online and is currently focusing on building his online Celtic fiddle school, um, www.celticfiddleguru.com, which markets online Celtic fiddle play by e-courses to affiliate colleges and music stores in the UK, US and Australia. Colin, thank you so much for being here. Lovely to be here. Thank you for your invitation to be on your podcast. So tell me a little bit about your journey with your music. The music's sort of been part of the, the family house, the family life for as long as I can remember in um, one form or, or another. And my, my parents would play, the music would be on in the background, you know, when I was growing up as a kid. And um, imagine, you know, a, a music teacher coming into a class of school kids. And, you know, I was seven years old at the time. And the music teacher said, does anyone want to play the violin? So for some reason, <clears throat> excuse me, for some reason, I actually just stuck up my hand and you know i remember um being asked to sing a few notes and the teacher would play a sort of certain rhythm on the piano and then i'd be asked to clap along with the rhythm and so were a number of other people and that's where really my my journey started you know and um getting memories you know having a having my grandfather's violin and the memories that that had for for the family and just this idea about stories that you know um life you can create your own stories and when playing a piece of music when i when i was growing up i'd always hear the music being played and it would take me somewhere you know it might be from the title of the tune or um the, the picture on the front of an album and there's, there's always been a sense of intrigue and adventure about it. And so I, I did right through school, I did classical and also did Scottish fiddle and entered some competitions when I was um, a teenager for Scottish fiddle. And you'd always get really awesome feedback from, from the judges, you know, about technique or sound. And whilst doing this, I was able to travel around Scotland to different cities. And I think that's partly where my a love of travel started and you meet so many people you meet so many people and um you know it might be going across to air in scotland where near where robert burns scotland's national poet and lyricist was born and having fish and chips mm. and ice cream after an event and um my family were very supportive um are very supportive of 
you know, the, the music being, being part of life. And I spent some time in Edinburgh, I went to Edinburgh University where um, I did a degree and trained as a chartered accountant in Edinburgh. And music has always been part of life. It, it's been a way to recharge after a long day at work or a way to um, um, I was going to say emigrate from one country to another. And funnily enough, you know, we, we met in the US, but we're, we're both also caught up in Australia. Mm. And um, I've spent quite a lot of time in Australia as well. And just going somewhere new, just how much having a container to be able to recharge, you know, this is mm. for me, music is this. And um, it, it's, it's, people together having fun and just it's almost like um people putting their hat coat hanging their hats and coats up outside a room then going into a room you know and sort of like changing their personality switching from work to being somewhere else and you know we're, we've been talking about creativity mm. and just how how much you know especially in the current environment of um, people spending so much time at home or, or perhaps in a room because, you know, this is their new office, their new work office. And, you know, having a hobby to, to really step back and recharge works wonders. And honestly, I, I, I'm really interested to see you know, because different different parts of the world, different mm. nations are approaching the challenges of the current environment, the current global environment in different ways. And I am really, really interested to see the developments, the creative developments in mm. um, the next year, the next 12 to 18 months. And, and just what happens from that. And, you know, people are making new discoveries. Like yeah. um, musicians being able to get together online from different parts of the world. It might be Austria, Scotland, US. Mm. And um, just how much technology is supporting this. And, you know, or I've seen in the US people doing um, cul-de-sac concerts. You know, musicians mm. will go outside their garage and then they'll play for their neighbours. Mm. Yeah. And when I think back to the, the Highlands of Scotland or, um, you know, a village, a village hall, you know, um, northern New South Wales, you've got the Dorigo Bluegrass and Folk Festival. Um, you've got the um, Bellingen, um, you've got the local pipe band there. And, you know, just how much these sorts of events are a social glue for people. Mm. And then there's there's some of the social glue happening. Well, the social the social glue happening online, Facebook, um, Instagram, but just just how much music means for people. And I suppose how it's just a way to to keep connected and a way to keep recharged. And um, I think when when we one of one of the um, places that um, I we caught up was was at your retreat in the Blue Mountains, 
Yeah, that's right. My very first retreat, that was 2016, November. And you you'd um you'd you had invited me to play at, at your event mm-hmm. and um you know we we talk about you never know unless you bow <laughs> um, with with the violin holding the violin and you've got the violin bow mm-hmm. and you know something like this so if I play a piece of music mm-hmm. so that's me holding the violin no mm-hmm. sound but then when I bring the bow and the violin together. And all of a sudden, things start to happen. Action starts to take place. And so by your invitation um, to um, join in, be, be part of your, your retreat up in the Blue Mountains, mm. um, I, for the first time, thought wouldn't it be a great idea to go down to the bottom of the Wentworth Falls play a few tunes you know maybe get a video and post it on Facebook you know like one of these Facebook live things <laughs> so so anyway I, I after um playing at your event which is just absolutely brilliant you've got such a great community <laughs> you know and just lovely people lo- 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 lovely and to to go down to the bottom of the Wentworth Falls and then just after your event and I met some people maybe when I was 90% of the way down and they said, well, you know, we don't think you're going to get down all those steps because, you know, you've literally the last part of going down to the, the bottom of the Wentworth Falls is you've literally got to go down a cliff face, you know, like a ladder, yeah. go down a, a metal ladder. and." I had my rucksack, I had the violin at the same time, um, just wanting to sort of keep up to date with what was going on, email, answering emails, this sort of thing. And I decided, no, I, said, I, I, I listened to what they said and I said, and they said, no, we don't think you'll go down all the way. So I just said to myself, well, they're probably right. So I went back up to the top and it's literally a mile, sorry, a kilometre walking back up to the top. So if you can imagine yeah. somebody wanting to do something mm. and, and listening to what other people say and really mm. saying, no, I don't think I'll be able to do that at this point in time. So when I got back up to the top, I thought, gosh, you know, I wonder what actually might have happened if I'd gone further. So 30th December 2016. So I think you had your event in October. It was either October or November. Yeah, November. Um, mm. And I went back to the Blue Mountains um, and I, with a, a, a goal, a vision of going down, <laughs> again, going down to the bottom of the Wentworth Falls yeah. and playing the violin and then doing a video. And I stayed in an Airbnb um, nearby and was able to walk to um, the falls again, and this time I actually went right down to the bottom, navigated the last 10%, played my violin, got a video done, and then walked along the bottom of the the, the, the park, the national park. And um, there's a beautiful waterfall at, at, on the other side. Um, I forget how far it is. 
it's probably not that far, maybe 200, 300, 400 meters, but it seems so far. Climbing up the waterfall, getting up to where the restaurant was at the Wentworth Falls National Park area, having drinking about three liters of water and then discovering that there's a road at the top and it only took me, you know, 10, 15 minutes to walk back <laughs> to the top, some place that would take me hours. So, you know, there's, there's some life lessons in there about giving things a go and then iterating, you know. Mm. Um, and from, and what I was going to say, from your initial invitation to be at your retreat, I then um, got speaking with the Airbnb host and found out that her daughter was married to a Nepalese gentleman and that they actually did tours to Nepal, philanthropic tours to Nepal. And in our mastermind, um, our mentor, Lisa Sasevich, had been talk talking about, you know, experiencing the Himalayas, literally. Mm -hmm. So as, as part of as part of the vision for, for my own business, um, it's really having a philanthropic aspect to it. And like going down to the bottom of the waterfalls, it's for me, it's really experiencing things so that I know what they're going to be like. Mm. And so I thought, wouldn't it be magical to be able to go to Nepal and just experience this philanthropic trip, you know, to see, mm. to see what it was like. And um, it was, uh, I forget the name of the tour company. It'll come back to me. Um, but it was a singing trek. So if you Google singing trek Nepal, mm -hmm. you'll you'll find out more, more about it. And it was this group of musicians going from um, a couple of, Christine, I think, was is a singer up in um, the Blue Mountains. And it was herself and her husband who were sort of the catalysts for this um, trip. And joining the trip, knowing that there might be some music been played and um, also ex getting to experience the local culture and actually going to Nepal. I've never been to Nepal. Before. Wow. You know, I, even just dreaming about it is mm. like, it seems so far away. <laughs> and um, so August, no, sorry, November 2017, I eventually went to on a 12 day um, trip to Nepal and from taking off from Sydney, then stopping in Thailand, Bangkok, Thailand, and then meeting some more people, then um, going to Kathmandu. And, you know, first night in Kathmandu, we're in a local restaurant and I get served a pint of beer. <laughs> well, you know, um, just thought trying out the local, some sampling some of the local food and um, beverages. And the front of the glass says Mount Everest, Mount Everest beer. And here's me thinking, wouldn't it just be nice to play the violin, you know, in a plane, ha ha ha, you know, over Mount Everest, funny, funny, <laughs> you know, just what, 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 a, what a thought. Mm. And then um, on our trip, we, we there was one place where we were actually there and um, the tour guide said, well, some people are actually taking a trip over Mount Everest. And um, 
you know, to celebrate somebody's birthday. And there's a few spaces on the plane. Would anyone like to go? So I, I, I said yes. <laughs> and so this particular thing happened, and the, and it was with Yeti Airways. So you know, we're we're flying over Mount Everest. We're going to fly over Mount Everest with Yeti Airways. And um, I took my violin along, and I asked the flight hostess, "Could I take my violin on board to play a few tunes to celebrate a birthday for a very special occasion?" And we did, and um, it was just an amazing experience. And you know, it would be to to have more people doing it would just be so much, um, so much fun as well. And um, I then applied maybe about three months later. So, so this is literally going on, being in the Himalayas, seeing beautiful um, views. Um, experiencing some of the local culture, um, meeting some of the teachers and students at local schools, playing mm. some music so that we're hearing their music, mm. we're hearing some Nepalese folk music. Wow. And we're playing some Australian um, tunes as well as the occasional Irish jig mm. or Scottish jig. And so there's this swapping of cultures and um, it's just such a beautiful experience. And that, you know, applying to the Guinness Book of Records to, for a new world record of taking Celtic fiddle playing to new inspirational heights, because that That's was brilliant. you know, being in a plane at 33,000 feet. Yeah, right. The Guinness Book of Records committee wrote back and said, dear Mr. McLeod, um, we think your definition is too narrow, so we're going to sort of Say, say no to this one. Mm. And th they were actually, they're quite right, because the more people who play Celtic fiddle music or, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. Mm. Um, and the focus on playing by ear is so that people can play more from the heart, take more ownership of what they're doing. Mm. It's so um, interesting that you say that. I just want to, sorry, I just, because the minute that you say that, right, it's, um, I don't want to, the minute that you say that, I think, oh, but how, how do we do that? Like, you know, I, I'm learning the violin. I'm in like super early stages. I'm kind of taking my time with it and it's all, you know, sight reading. And to, to do that, like, I just, I kind of get trembly, right? <laughs> I think, oh, but how do I do this? But there, I, you know, I'm sure there's a process and I imagine that it's about trust and feeling. Um, absolutely, and it's it's about starting with something that you know, so you can give yourself a chance to grow. Mm, I love that. Say yeah, that but... again. Starting with something that you know, so you can give yourself a chance to grow. Yeah, and that is actually um, we we have a we have an absolute beginners course for people just picking up the violin. So a beginner's Celtic fiddle course where you know people will learn four techniques to develop build their skills of learning to play a tune by ear because doing that um the, the there's somebody can play more from the heart and put more into um what 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 they're doing it's it's like 
learn the, the, the sight reading, learning to read sheet music is a valid skill as well. And in the Suzuki method of learning the violin, mm. um, students learn to play by ear first, then um, develop their sight reading mm. skills. Mm. And just being able to do that, it's it, it's almost like th there's so many different team team. There's a lot of teamwork going on when um, somebody's learning an instrument. Um, it's one of the it's one of the few ways that the brain actually gets a full mini gym workout with mm. creation of neural new neural networks. And a way to seal it in is it's just to play something you love. Yeah, yeah. Start from something that's familiar, and and I think that that's a really like a really good lesson for anything in life, you know. And you're you're so full of these. Like you have such um, such gems, um, Colin, that you're always sharing. And what you said, you know, you start with something that you know, so that you can actually grow and build on that. Not starting at um, something that's incredibly complicated. Um, Colin, I want to go back to the Himalayas and then, because that wasn't your last um, kind of adventure, <laughs> you continued on, right? You played at some incredible places and we in, in incredible environments. There is an image of you playing um, in front of the elephants in Sumatra. Is that right? That, that that is right yes um, tell me about um, that well at the same time so we have one idea about something and if we can actually if one idea actually works out then we think oh maybe there's possible to do more of this mm. and again through the airbnb network um i was in Melbourne, and um, the Airbnb host was involved with um, a philanthropic uh, business in which did tours of the Sumatran jungle. So I went along a similar train of thought for, you know, again, just wouldn't it be nice to be able to take people on a philanthropic tour to the Sumatran jungle and I, I was able to do it yeah. and um you know for the just seeing the orangutans playing for the Sumatran elephants they got a, a rendition of jungle bells <laughs> um and you know just experiencing the the, the culture and just how much music mm. was actually involved in the is involved in in the culture in, in Sumatra and, mm. and the musicianship like the tour guides were also musicians mm. and they're they were just absolutely fabulous with their creativity with their resourcefulness and what they were playing like Jimi Hendrix <laughs> he was there oh he my gosh there. that's brilliant it's so um, inspiring you know just listening to you just listening to these stories, to these adventures, to these saying yes to these adventures because that's what you've done. Um, you've taken yourself on this whole, you know, experience, growth, learning, um, and and like it's just incredible what what 
what happens and what you can receive and what you learn when you do that. And you've been to so many different places, right? And what are you like, what is all, all of that do to you? You know, like the, the, the playing with the elephants, um, being in the Himalayas, like playing in the aeroplane, um, playing with the, was it the pelican somewhere in, in the States? I know you played, or was it the penguins? Um, or seals, I, I can't remember. It was one of the <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you played, and you know, you just kind of you 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 open up to it all, right? And you notice that, I suppose music does something to people, and but it does something to you too, right? So, what do you like? What what is, what is it doing to you? All of these experiences through your own creativity. It's it helps to show what's possible, and, and just how much um, that each of our contributions count. Our loves in life are really special, and it, it's you know share share your love of um, golf or um, or swimming or. You know that our passions count. Our passions are really um, part of life. They're part of our expression. They're part of our DNA. Mm. And if I if I take the example of a a Celtic music session, mm. so perhaps people, some people really really want to join in with other people and play as a group, and they're thinking, well. What am I good enough? What what um, do, do what what tunes do do I need to learn in order to be able to jump in and just have fun? And it's really to say that wherever people are on their journey, mm. wherever that they can always they always make a contribution, and it's a sum of everyone doing it together. That really creates the ambience of that moment. Mm. Yeah. So, um, going back to the Celtic music session, it's like to have one person playing a tune. That's really nice to listen to, but it's so much more fun for everyone. Everyone there, when everyone plays something like you know, in the orchestra, you might have first violin, second violin, trumpets, um, viola, cello. And standing back, it's the sound of everyone together that really captures the imagination. Mm. And in a Celtic music session, Mm. having all the different instruments like guitar, ukulele, Mm. um, violin, fiddle, um, accordion. And people could actually be playing, they, they could be playing the same tune. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's subtly different yeah. the way that they play it. So, anyone who's thinking about going into business for themselves, or you know, or there's a lot of I don't know copywriters out there, or, or you know, people have these skills. Each person has something unique to offer in what they do. Mm-hmm. It's so true, um, isn't it, Colin? I mean. 
uh, I say it's so true because we're we're really you're speaking so deeply about that. You're you're starting. You started off uh, um, sharing your own journey, love for music, love for Celtic music, love love for the fiddle. But really, for you, this is what's this is what's helping you bring people together, helping you helping connect them to their own passions and bring joy and connect people. And you can see that that's, you know, that anyone can do that to the degree that they, they're willing to try, start small and express their passion, you know, start to express that gift that is given to them. Um, and this is what you do. And I know that when you, when you share that there's magic happens, you know, there's smiles all around and it's just so, so joyful, you know, our hearts open and that you have that impact on others through your own playing, but that we can have that impact on others through whatever is it that we do, you know, be it me through my work of empowering people, be it somebody like you said through copywriting um, or a chartered accountant or um, um, a nurse or what have you. And, you know, you really speak about that so um, profoundly because you've seen what happens you've you know the thing that i want to say is you've moved you've moved mountains or you've <laughs> flown about above the highest mountain peak and i'm sure that that was unlike anything else but and yet you know everything else that you experience continues it's not about matching that moment it just has magic in itself and you continue to open that um to open up to that um, tell me a little bit about where are you at at the moment? You know, what are you, um, working on? I know that you're working with, um, the online school that you have, and I'll share the details of that in the notes. Um, but you know, what are you learning now, um, about yourself, about life? Um, what inspirations are coming to you? A it's an iteration process and by focusing on one thing you'll learn so much you'll grow so much um there's and fears are an illusion and they um g g working um working through through something like that thinking about what's possible and actually working to do something that you you really love you learn so much you grow so much and that opens up the possibilities for other people as well mm. and the, the the past 18 months have really been a chance to spend some real quality time um in Scotland, like really, really precious time. And 2022, I'll be looking to um, travel again and connect the dots between, well, Australia, US and Europe. And I think <laughs> Asia will probably be included in that as well, maybe Africa. And, you know, just 
let let's see let's see what's what happens and what one of the things that's really um come out of this you know the um the the last while the the challenging times for people has just been really the inspiration of the online side of things mm. and how much people love playing together how much people love being together and it's the playing and it's the conversation um and it's the the possibilities from that um taking part in an online celtic fiddle comp scottish fiddle competition that came in fourth this was over so from here wow. I was able to join in uh an online scottish fiddle competition at one of the u.s highland games grandfather mountain highland games um playing for um uh a, a summer camp for students over in the Blue Mountains. Mm -hmm. um, wow. Salem YMCA over there from over here. And that that connection was when I went up there and um, while I was over in the US and played for some of the students a couple of years ago, the same idea. And the idea about connection, the idea about how much the landscape influences the playing and the um of musicians in an area or how much mm. um music a, a piece of music can tie in to an area you know if somebody composes a piece of music about an area just how much how close a link there is with that mm. and again how much people love their heritage the the connection and that so with the online Celtic Fiddle School, getting that up and running um, properly, um, I'm also looking at tours, um, tours to Scotland, tours to the US, tours wow. to Australia. And the idea of bringing people together, connecting people, you know, mm. so that, and just how much like music is part of the DNA of a community, how much from an economic point of view, um, from a social point of view, how, how much the festivals, mm. um, for example, just really um, br bring an area to life. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, if I think about Orkney, like, you know, the Orkney, one, the Orkney Islands are one of the sets of islands off the north coast of Scotland. Mm and just how much tourism means for them or means for Scotland, it's like five billion pounds a year. And with the, and a lot of it is arts, a lot of it is culture. Mm. And, you know, the idea about the new treaty between the UK and Australia and New South Wales government um, giving grants so that art, the art, um, artists and um, the creative community can actually um, do a field trip to the UK, mm. you know, and just the, the connection between the nations, the connections between the countries. Mm. Yeah. I, it's amazing how much, how, like you said, how things have changed for the better. I mean, yes, in terms of that creativity and really thinking outside the box, well, how do we make music or how do we become creative um, over the last 18 months? Um, it's been, yeah, it's incredible. And I'm really, I'm excited to hear you, um, to hear your plans for 
um, for next year um, and, you know, what's what's in store for you. Um, Colin, I, I can't help it, but I really want to want to ask you, are you going to play something for us? I would love to. I would love to. <laughs> and I'd love to hear it, <laughs> and as I'm sure our listeners will too. Um, well, here, here we are. So this one's called um, The Flowers of Edinburgh, and it's a tune about – so you've got Edinburgh Castle, and then down in front of Edinburgh Castle – you got Princess Street Gardens, this beautiful gardens, and the gardens actually used to be a loch. And um, mm. when people were passing, this might be say the 1800s, the the passing the loch, they used to um, carry. They sometimes would carry a bouquet of flowers with them, so that the beautiful smell, um, shall we say, was stronger than the power of the smell from the law. Thank you so much. You really transported me to the, the place I want to say home, which is really interesting, isn't it? Because I'm at home, but it, it, it's something else. It, it's really something else. When I hear you play, that's that's what happens. Um, thank you. Thank you for that, for sharing that with, with us. And um, um, you are an incredible um human being you 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 and and you're an incredible storyteller you really share with us so much about about so many different layers that typically we maybe we would miss you know in 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 what's really important to us and what to kind of remember even though you never you know you, you don't preach that you just you tell stories and you tell your and you share that from your own experience and there's so much in that and it's like we can take what we need to and whatever we need to will touch us and you really have such a unique ability to be able to do that and then through your through your music, through your passion for music, it's you know it's quite extraordinary. I mean, my girls, when you were over here, we still we still talk about you and um, 
they still remember that day, you know, when you when you had fun with them and you showed them how to play because they were so little. Um, so, um, Colin, you've shared a little bit about what's, you know, what's next in terms of, you know, next year. What about, you know, the question I always love to ask my um, guests is, what is your vision for your life here? I, to be able to uh, share my love of Celtic fiddle music and the heritage with um, other other people who would really love to do that sort of thing, um, and to continue to travel and also connect connect communities around the world mm. and to continue to do some, something that I love, you know, um, but also just see, you know, see other people being able to smile and enjoy their lives as well. Mm. Mm. And, um, Live life, Susie. Live life. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your vision and thank you for being true to your purpose so that, um, um, you know, as you contribute to, as you make that contribution to to humanity's joy and connection and um, inspiration and just love, um Colin, I so appreciate this time with you. I mean, you've given me so much to you've given me so much to just be with. Um, thank you. Thanks for joining me today on Empowered Conversations. Subscribe to the show now and then head over to my Facebook page, Susie Petrozzi, for free personal growth and self-discovery tools that you can use today to be present, be powerful and be on purpose. See you next time for Empowered Conversations.